0: You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive content. Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Scottish Football Show right here on SM Media. I'm Scott McPhy, delighted to be your host as always. Join by Shankers. Shankers, how are we doing?
1: Hi, I'm good, Scott. Uh, a good weekend in Scottish football again, wrapped up. So that's the season finished onto a couple of juicy playoff games, so we'll see how they fare out. This could be the last, your last show for a while, not it? Ah, well, Alison's still, still hanging in there with the... <laughs> The way in, but uh, I'm sure I'll get spared a wee hour here and there on a the Sunday <laughs> night. Uh, when when he's got a dirty nappy, I'll ask you to do a show or something. but like <laughs> <Brilliant.
0: laughs> well, we're joined by last week's special guest, Wally Lyle. Wally, glad to be back. Aye, brilliant, mate. Looking forward to that, as always. How excited
2: are you to be back on with Shankers?
0: It's just A-team-y now, isn't
2: it? <laughs> pretty much, aye. Aye. Somebody, that's what I'm saying. Went to do bad line Sunday, but that we'll will just leave it at that.
1: Right? Do you forget the time that the the week before when I phoned you. I phoned you uh, ten minutes to go before tea off time, and you were like, "Oh I'm my bed? I nah, do apologize about that. Sorry, I'll be getting you back. And we're joined
0: by one of the best referees Scotland's ever produced, Charlie Richmond. Charlie, welcome back.
3: Hey, <laughs> doing, guys. Apologies for being late. Somebody was just wanting to train too long because it was such a good night.
0: (laughs) Let's just straight into it. We'll start off with the games that took place over the weekend. We've got a couple of wee talking points that we need to get into, but we'll start off with Rangers 4, Aberdeen 0. Rangers finish the season, unbeaten, invincible league season. Shankers, how impressed were you with Rangers' final performance and worldly champions in the end?
1: Well, I think the, the performance kind of summed up the season, how good they were at the back and how free flowing they were going forward. And it was all wrapped into another one performance. And I don't think MD would argue if uh, he said that he's not coming. Four goals, convincingly roofed the phone, the score sheet, solid at the bar, another clean sheet. What, what more can you say? The, the season wrapped up in, in a perfect match. Definitely.
0: Wally, what was your thoughts of the Rangers' performance on Saturday and how impressed
2: have you been with them all season? It's re- re- relentless, mate. They've been, from start to finish, um, they've been brilliant. Uh, the numbers of have wrapped up are phenomenal. So as uh, another clean sheet on Saturday again. Unbeaten at, un, uh, uh, unbeaten at home. Well, unbeaten all the season, but uh not the numbers and just the performances in general have been excellent. Very, very welly winners. Couldn't agree more.
0: Charlie, obviously, the whole thing of this weekend was the Rangers receiving the trophy. Ten years in the waiting, were you surprised that the fans wanted to celebrate the way they did?
3: I don't think I'm surprised that the fans wanted to celebrate, but what I'm absolutely outright disgusted at is the way that some of them uh, went on and, and, and decided to go over and beyond uh, celebrations, as, as we all know, we've got friends who are Rangers supporters, and and people travelled, and that's what I kind of understand as well. And 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 don't take this as a slight on on supporters. You can't travel in the middle of a pandemic, can? Okay? So why are you going to travel? I get it that you haven't celebrated for ten years because of what's happened, but you've got to take cognizance of the bigger picture. I'm 100% sure that Rangers will win another title in the next couple couple of years, so when we're back to a so-called normal. So going up, and people were saying, and and as you as well know, Scott, people are saying that as soon as any incidents happen, genuine Rangers supporters were leaving, and they just didn't want to be associated with that. How many of the people who were there are actually genuine Rangers supporters. I get it. Celebrate. celebrating your own home. We've done it. We've all celebrated certain things in our own house. And all we just have to do is climb a couple of stairs and then we get starfished into our bed and the job's done. But you've got to realise what the situation is for there. Um, and I think the whole country is disgusted with, with the way that they went about it in there. And one of the things that I heard was an interesting fact tonight. And um, if you're ever in Madrid, Real Madrid have a square. And Atletico Madrid have a square. And whenever they win, they go to that thing. And I just think Rangers supporters there decided to go to the centre of Glasgow and say, we're back now. That was like a kind of statement with regards to all that set up as well. So um, celebrate, yes, but that was... And, and I think you guys will agree it was OTT big time.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think a, a section of the support of, I've really shed the, the whole club in a bad light. I think it's unfair for the club, first of all. I think it's unfair for the police. I think all the people I mean to commend the likes of the council workers, police officers who were all there kind of involved in it, having to deal with the nonsense at times. But I'm going to... We will touch on, obviously, shine because I want to come to you as well. Obviously, it's, it wasn't pleasant, was it? It, took a, it did it did shed a bit of a bad light on, which should have been a, a glorious weekend
1: for Rangers fans to enjoy. I I mean, you, you can't really say much more than McDonald's. They kind of summed it up pretty well. I, I'm not saying I'm not surprised. Obviously, I'm surprised the way some things went on, but I'm not surprised. Anyway, all the supporters, there's obviously going to be people, young boys, etc. with alcohol in the system it was never, never going to be perfect. Uh, we can, I think we can, I knew for a number of months leading up that there was, there was talk through the uh, through social media and all that, something was going to be happening but I didn't I, I, to be honest, I didn't see it going that way, I didn't see any trouble going to be happening. I generally thought there was, people were going to go and just celebrate the fact that the the team won the league, which the majority did, but obviously when alcohol and, and young men and women mix together, there's there's always gonna be something bad happens. And as I say, when when something like that happens, everybody gets tired with the same brush, which isn't right as well. But what can you say? Thousands that went there probably had a drink for a few hours and went home. But then the people we went there and caused trouble. That's always going to take the limelight in it. And it does not look good in the club, which was meant to be a, a big weekend for the club and, and its history. Uh, and obviously that's what's gonna be across the papers rather than what's happened throughout the season. Yeah, definitely. We'll move on to the today. If you've been following social
0: media today, it's been a bit wild, isn't it? <laughs> Couldn't you keep up with? It? No. I'll just read basically I'll just basically explain what's what's been happening the best way I can. Earlier today, this morning, there was a video going round of Rangers players singing Sweet Caroline. Now, there's two versions of the video, in my opinion. There's one video that seems to be real, one seems to be not real. There's another, there's a second video going about that that seems to show the an anti, an anti-Catholic slur. We don't know, we don't, this is obviously going to be a police investigation, we don't know the full details of this, but Police Scotland, I'm just going to read Police Scotland's statement. We are aware of a video circulating on social media apparently showing Rangers players using sectarian language while celebrating on Sunday. We are, ass- we are assessing its contents and will liaise with the Crown Office and Procurator of Fiscal Service as part of our inquiries. Humza Yousaf, Yusuf, the just- Justice Secretary, has also made a statement. I have also been made aware of this clip if, and I stress if, and quotations, this clip is genuine Then any player or staff member found to be guilty of anti-Catholic hatred should be shown the door by the club. It is right. Please Scotland investigate and determine the facts around it. We've all got our opinions on it. I'm going to give the floor to you. Wally, what is your thoughts?
2: First of all, you need to make sure the video is genuine. It's, it doesn't look great if, it, if if it is real. It doesn't look great on the, the people involved, etc. And it's no, it's no what you want. It's no what you want. And it, it, it does, it takes a wee bit of the shine off what of, they've of, 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 of achieved this season. If, if, if this, is, this is genuine, okay, I mean, but I, I, I think you just need to wait and see if, if it's real. Or, I don't know. I really don't know. It's, it's not great. But if it, if it is, if it's, the video is genuine, it's, it's not great. It's not great at all. Charlie, obviously, that's a, this could
0: potentially be a police inquiry and maybe, or maybe a. A lawsuit of some kind, if it's proven to be slander or whatever the case may be. We don't know what the details are yet. We're getting things through every couple of minutes or so, but it's a difficult one to touch on, isn't it?
3: The the big thing that I would ask, and and hopefully, you guys, I'm no up in social media and being being an old guy, Fiocken like, and we're just Uh delighted to get a light bulb working, never mind social media. where was the celebration taking place, guys?
0: I think, I think it was Ibrox I, inside. the I lot
3: like like
1: players' lounge, I
0: think.
3: Yeah. So why is people out with their mobile phones? Aye. Who's videoing it? That's who's wanting to make the, Who's wanting to make their name and put it in lights? The guys have usual, can use it. Use of football players, and sometimes when you've worked so hard and you have a couple of beers. Remember, loose lips sink ships, and all that carry on. Get the mobile phones, and that's the problem nowadays. Everybody has got a mobile phone, so that they can hang, drawn, and quarter people with regards to that. I'm not saying that you should be minding your p's and q's when you when you're watching, but you shouldn't be. Folks shouldn't be filming at every opportunity with regards to that setup. You've got to allow people to. Have a wee bit, and we know songs carry different versions. And and as you said, well, he is the video genuine with regards to that side of things. But I would I would question the person who's done it. I remember the ref. We all know about uh, John Beaton where, where he was. Was that a genuine video? Guys can do brilliant things now about it with regards to that setup. So um, it's it's a shame, but it just highlights that some people are out there to hang draw quarter and get that wee five minutes of fame.
0: Shankers, obviously we've, we've been to and fro this for the past couple of days. What's your thoughts on
1: it? Well, the video this morning, I, you, you see the video and there's people saying it's genuine. The thing we spoke on here be before we, uh, like I say, when Reinders were up at Ross County and Michael Gardner said a remark and then they remarked remark to Glen Tamara, and we were saying don't don't accuse people of something before they you know. So you don't want to do that, but then you don't want to go away and say hey, there's nothing wrong with it and then investigation happens and then there is, as Charlie says, people can do wonders with phones, with editing and stuff like that. So, so it could easily have been doctored. Uh, the video but we just don't know I agree with Charlie why is somebody having to take their phone I get the players take what to take videos and stuff because it's, it's a memory you want to try to some, some of the players will, will maybe never win a league title again I see like some doing the phone at his age at 38 he's not got many more uh, years left that that might be his last ever trophy so of course you want to get a memory in your phone video etc but it looks as if it's maybe a member of staff or, or somebody like that who's maybe Working in Ibrooks, I don't think if it's one of the players' phones, how's it got onto social media? It's as if it's maybe a a member of staff that's maybe, I don't know, working the bar or working with food and stuff like that. I don't know, but I totally agree with Charlie. Why does why somebody I'd be If I'm eye, but keep it to yourself, why, why do they want to post it out? us just. As doctored, then they've got to set themselves up for it as well because they've put it out there. You know what I mean? But I I don't think it will be true because you don't want to go into all this stuff with Catholics and everything. But Rangers have got got quite a few players in their team that are Catholics as well. So I I can't imagine that the the, the remark that was uh, supposedly said in the video, I can't imagine that would be said there when Rangers have got so many Catholic players in their team. But you don't want to go down all that road uh, back like the olden days but we can't really comment too much on it until there is an investigation I suppose Yeah I think you're right I think it's a,
0: a tough subject to talk about I, we, we'll know more f- more facts during the the weeks the days and weeks I would imagine but we'll we'll move on we'll move on to Easter Road where Hibs drew now now with Celtic Celtic ended a, day, ended a disappointing season with a goal with straw Charlie how big a job does the next Celtic manager face? <laughs>
3: Massive guys. It's absolutely massive. And without a shadow of a doubt, now we're led to believe that deals have been struck and 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 all this. Some people are saying it's no done, some people it's done. The job itself is massive. Within a week of getting in, you're going to have to sign about 10 players. Because your loan players are out, they're away, and you're looking to try and sign. 10, 11 players of quality. Now, people will probably be signed up in two three year contracts so if you're looking for those type of players there's going to be some amount of money involved as well and the Celtic supporters will be looking for no saying marquee signings, but they'll be looking for names that they can probably relate to. There may be one or two wee gems that come through like if we go back many years to Henrik Larson, when when people heard the Henrik Larson, oh, who's Henrik? And look what he'd done. So it's a massive job. And it's not only getting a team in the park, it's getting stability in the boardrooms and in the back rooms as well. It's a massive, massive job, guys.
0: Wally, obviously, it was Scott Brown's last game as a Celtic player before he moves on to Aberdeen in the summer.
2: How hard Scott Brown going to be? To replace in that team, it's going to be massive. Um, he's been there, been there, done that. He's, he's, a, he's a leader of men. He's, he's, what he's done in Celtic has been phenomenal. To be honest, um, he's going to be really hard to replace. Um, it's, a, it's a massive rebuilding job. Uh, at the house, is he going to be the man? Uh, it just seems strange to me that he's no, he's, he's not uh, been announced. he has been, it's been, been months, months and months.
3: The problem is, guys. The problems is, is the guys that he want, the guys that Eddie Howe wants to come, they're stumbling. They're stumbling on the decision of why should I go into the goldfish bowl as Glasgow when they're sitting down there in a comfy wee job at Bournemouth and at various other places. So there's, it's not the case of Eddie Howe. It, it's, it's sometimes these backroom staff are maybe not one to come.
0: Generally, I would pull uh, off Eddie uh, Howe though
2: if it is to get his backroom team.
3: I, I think it will.
2: it yeah, probably will. But what I don't understand is, is he's maybe hanging on for a Crystal Palace or, or something doing in England. Celtic's massive. It's a massive club. Uh, I just, don't, I don't understand why, why they, when they want to come to Celtic, I, I just don't get it. Celtic is a massive club compared to a Crystal Palace. Lord, due respect. A, I, I understand it's, just a massive football job. But if he gets back, I don't, I, I do still get it. You, you, obviously, you've lost your captain. The likes of Edward away. Ayer, on the last years of the contract, they could all go. I mean, do you sell them? Do you let their contracts run out? They don't want to be there. I, I, it's, a, it's a massive job, but I don't. The likes to Eddie Howe, chance, Will he ever get the chance to manage a again? I think- I think so
3: because the size of the job and, and let's not kid ourselves because I think obviously Eddie Howe's a, a job at the moment but it would be I would hes- I, I would estimate that Eddie Howe would be in £4 million at, at Bournemouth and at Celtic I think he'll get about £2 million. but see the type of job and you guys will know you'll want guys run about you who you can trust yeah. who you can bounce after and see if one of the links becomes weak how strong is the big chain? So sometimes it's either all or nothing with regards to that, and that's where the delay is. Because if you think about it, um, what was the, what was the guy uh, Lenin come in and he had to take uh, Kennedy and Strachan. Who was the manager? Bef- who was the manager before it got flung in at the deep end? Dyla 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 was coming as the number two to yeah. Roy Keane.
0: Not but Roy sure
3: Keane knocked it back. So all of a sudden, Dialer's the main man and you're taking John Collins. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know the relationship where John Collins and Ronnie Dialer was. Where did it go? We know that Scott Brown was together with Stephen Glass at Habs, So that's where the relationship is. So when you're getting into a big, massive job, you want people who run about you who you can, number one, trust. Not only trust with information, but trust their opinion. It's a tough one, isn't
1: it, Shankers? What's your thoughts on it? I, I, I says the, last week when we done the show, if it is Eddie Howe, I well, he just say that there. I'm just repeating it. But why, why is he not took it? There's obviously something that's stopped him. And if it's, if it is, which Charlie says, uh, he's not getting his staff. If you are taking that job, for me, it's a total redout with Celtic staff that's there now, you cannot go in there and, and be dictated who you're taking and who you're not know because mm-hmm. John Kennedy and uh, Gavin Strachan they made the nice enough men but they, they, were, they were also part of the backroom team of the Celtic, Celtic team who was there with uh, the Celtic team that Lennon had and it's obviously not went too well there's not if Lennon was saying everything and they were just picking up phones at training they've obviously had a big say as well and it's not went well and the club have made, uh, the supporters have made themselves very, very clear that it's as if they want Kennedy and uh, Strachan out as well. So if Eddie Howe's taking it, I think he needs to get his own men. And if they're a stumbling block for him coming in, and it could be a worry because he might not get their man. I, I don't know where John Kennedy and Strachan, it's as if they're going to still be there at some, some looks form at the club. I for me I, I'm not a big fan of assistant managers like staying at the club and the manager's away I know Kennedy just took it with a caretaker but then the season he's put in a, a difficult position but even we, we spoke about is it Jason Dindall the Bournemouth who was the Bournemouth manager who was Eddie Howe's assistant yeah Is Eddie Howe want to go into that job with him for then maybe not to go well and then look steps in again but he's done at Bournemouth and takes the job Charlie says you want guys there that you can trust. Can he trust that, that man that he's not waiting there. Once he's out the door, he's going to step in right away? Can they? They obviously worked together previously and it worked well. But I read somewhere that, that after that, there was a fallout with him when, when he stepped in at Bournemouth. So you don't know, but I think some there's going to be some happening as to why he's not already taking the job. Because it was quite clear in the public eye that he was the one that they wanted, and he's still not appointed after all this time, so there must be something that's just not quite right.
3: Here's us. a hypothetical question, guys. Mm-hmm. Bo- Bournemouth are in the playoffs at the moment. Did mm-hmm. Bournemouth go back into the Premiership? Would there be a chance of Eddie Howe back to Bournemouth?
2: Hmm. I don't think he should ever go back. I'm a great believer. Never go he, back. He did
1: day before, though, yeah. didn't he? Aye. Aye. Yeah. He, he, he went to Burnley and then he ended up. Uh, but surely, surely no. But as Willis says see, I, I, I think people like Eddie Howe, I might be wrong, this is just my opinion, people like Eddie Howe and the managers of the likes, running for England, think that Bristol Palace, Newcastle, and in the Premier League because they're in the Premier League. But Celtic and Rangers, for me, are far more attractive Jobs playing you're fighting for titles, they're not fighting for titles or trophies
2: in every team. They're just finishing tenth, eleventh in the Premier League every year. I just have been middle of the road, you know. no European fat bunny. I just, I just, I don't get the attraction. I get the Premier League's massive. Understand that, but for for me, Rangers and Celtic are massive clubs playing in Europe every every year. I just, I don't get it. Well, he made a perfect point. Will Eddie Howe ever
1: get a chance to manage a club this size again? For no me, chance. for me, I don't think so. No chance. He was talking about maybe Arsenal or that, but, but where will Howe ever get this chance again? I, I think if he doesn't get it, he struggle to get a, and a club and a fan base that size to get a job that size. It's, it's a one once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And he, surely he looks at Brendan Rodgers and goes, Brendan Rodgers was at Liverpool. I think it's up. Went up Celtic. New no look at him. He's shining in the Premier League. Just won, won, an won FA, FA Cup. That, just that weekend there. Yeah. And there must be, must be there must be clubs. I know Leicester's a huge club, of course, sir, but there must be clubs higher in the world looking at Brendan Rodgers going. Can he could be the man for us?
0: See what you've mentioned there about the fan base. It's interesting you brought that up, Charlie. Every every day we know news you're
3: a Celtic alienating their fan base more and more but not giving them anything. Celtic supporters, uh, and, and I remember speaking to John Paul McBride about this, Celtic, they just want some sort of information, yeah. communication. That's what they're looking for, right? Now, again, and I'm not telling tales about a school, but I'm led to believe the deal is done with Eddie Howe. He apparently blew Dermond Desmond away in the interview. He is so meticulous; it is unbelievable. The stumbling block is the entourage that comes with them, if I can use that in the nicest possible way. But what the Celtic supporters want is clear communication. It's no happening. It's happening. It's see when you're left in limbo, you can what it's like and stories grow arms and legs and 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 they take it for there. And the Celtic supporters at this particular interesting time just want some sort of clarity on the information of what's happening because you'll get closer and closer and closer to the start of the season. Now, I know it's a wee bit away, but you'll get closer and closer to the start of the season. And as I've said earlier, it's a massive job. And if you don't start to see the wheels of that cog starting to turn, you're then thinking, oh, panic, panic, panic. And the Celtic supporters just want from back head, some sort of communication to tell us look, there's something happening but it's no happening, it will happen in a couple of days, We, you've got to watch you don't tie yourself into a knot because then in a couple of days time, nothing happens, oh well you said something was happening and this is and this is where it is, but I'm led to believe that it, it, it's the back room, it's the entourage that you want to come, Matt O'Neill came and Matt O'Neill brought John Roberts and Peter Walton uh, and a few others and he wanted everybody and that was yeah. the, that's the stumbling block that I'm led to believe but you're right, if, if you're at a club, you want communication because Celt- Celtic supporters might even be sitting on their season tickets at the moment mm-hmm. I, I I know, I'm, I'm not renewing I'm not renewing the new because I don't know what's happening with regards to new manager, new players etc etc whereas if you can get that information out as reasonably quick as you can you've then got people saying, oh, I am excited with that. I'm going to renew my season ticket.
1: I think if Celtic went into the new season and John Kennedy and Gavin Strachan are part of the coaching staff, they'll be fans straight on the back of the new manager's case already. Say say they go and draw one of the first three games or lose or something, just because, I'm not saying they're whacking them out, right? but it's look, it is looking that way. And if they don't, if fresh faces it's almost an end era an era as John Kennedy said that he said on an interview it's as if he's, he's almost accustomed to that he could be moving on from there mm-hmm. if John Kennedy and Cameron and are in the dugout of some sort of in the first team coaching staff at the beginning of the new season there's not going to be some happy faces at South Park I don't think it's going to be interesting we're going to keep an eye on it and
0: obviously find out what's happening Shankles, you said last week that this St. Johnson Livingston was an absolute certainty to be nothing each. You were proven right. Just that it was a dead rubber between two teams who had really solid league seasons. with one team of one eye on this Saturday.
1: I was. We were talking just off here before we come on a bit. You no know, Livingston St. Johnson and and Hibes, resting players. Of of course they were going I mean, it would be absolutely criminal if, if they went with their, their strongest teams and, and players went and got injuries or whatever. So, I, I don't think we can be surprised that, that both the teams rested players. In a, and I, I'm not surprised that there wasn't much action in the games either. But that sets it up to be, I'm sure we'll come on to it, but that sets it up to be a good cup final this weekend.
0: Definitely. I'm looking forward to talk about the cup final later on. We also had a relegation. Final, uh, an interesting final day in the, for the relegation playoffs. Hamilton's fate was sealed with a 2-0 defeat against Kilmarnock. They, they've defied the odds for years, Hamilton and they've been a really, really interesting team to, to watch for the past few years, and they're going to be playing next season in the Championship, but Brian Rice has signed a new contract. Wally, how important is it that
2: they've kept Brian Rice on to bring up to develop this young team? I think Brian Rice, Brian Rice is brilliant for them. Um, he knows the game um, he's bringing young players through I just think this was Hamilton's time they've, they've flirted with it for years and years and uh-huh. years I just think. and it just caught up them this year to be fair um, but he's signed a new contract obviously they, they, they think highly of him um, he's bringing young boys through I think he gave a young goalie his debut on Saturday yeah. uh, they're, 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 I think they've got a decent set, set up as well so He'll, he'll know that, and I I, I think
3: that's, that's straight feed him. I keep them definitely. Charlie a fan of Brian Rice. Yes, big time, big time, and um, knows the very very articulate in the game inside and out. Played at a high level. I remember. I, I think I passed him in a plane once. He went out to Qatar to train. And, and coach, and I was coming back and for them. We got a wee, a wee chat about the lifestyle and stuff. But, yeah, big fan of him. And see, the thing is, where was a manager? He puts no pressure on the players. Absolutely no pressure on them, and particularly the young boys. See, if you're a young boy, 15, 16-year-old in that academy, you're going to get a chance next season in the Championship. And whether you take it or no is is down to you, but absolutely no pressure on them. And that's the same with the club, probably through and through. You've got Maitland, John Maitland there and, and Les Gray, no pressure on them whatsoever. We've got a budget. We don't we don't overrun it. We we stay within it, whether we're in the premiership, yes, they were in the premiership for a great length of time. A bubble burst, I think, because of injuries. I think injury hampered them a lot. And they lost a few key players as well because Gogic's going to Hibs was a massive, massive loss for them. He was a phenomenal player. And so, will they run away with the championship? Probably no, but they'll be there or thereabouts. It's a brave decision for them keeping Brian Rice
1: because how how normal is it these days for a team to go down and they sack the manager, bring some delts in and that's it. It's a brave decision keeping him, and as, as I said, they've got a right young squad, but if they keep the most of the season this season, if they keep them together for another season or two, whether they bounce back and come straight up or no, even if they're done there another year, the longer these players, young players, play together, the more confident they'll get. Hamilton's definitely no try of getting you know, a young player a chance or two, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see them bounce up. Maybe not this year, but certainly the next Definitely. I think
3: that young goalkeeper was playing with Scotland Boys Club a bit uh, two or three seasons ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. Yeah. And there you go, three so goals, Yeah. <laughs> see, see, I can. We could say as
1: much, maybe, but Hamilton's no far away. See, Tilly, Tilly's one of one I watch signing. Because he's single-handedly saved their season. So he has right? Hamilton's, Hamilton's unlucky to get in uh, on the back of that because. If, if Kelly don't I know you could say if Kelly don't sing Kyle Lafferty, but if they don't, he's single handedly saved their season. Walton who was on before, he says that's what he would do and is few years were a wee bit harsh on him, but I Kyle like, Lafferty's gonna kind of single handedly save Kelly's season and maybe he could keep them in the keep them in the division.
0: We've we've talked spoke a lot about Kyle Lafferty potentially saving Kumala's season. a lot of if it was gonna be Mitchell Pinner with a double against I don't know. But, obviously, they've, they've finished the season in 11th. They're going to get into a big playoff with Dundee. Shankers, it's going to be interesting to watch that. These are two teams who are very evenly matched, I think.
1: I definitely. We, it's old, the old one where Dundee's momentum because they're coming up. They're building a winning run because they're, they're coming up for promotion. and come on up. Although they won at Hamilton, psychologically, it can't be good knowing they're going into a playoff and if you lose, you've been doing a division... No. Boys playing for it, it's a much bigger actor. It's not just Commanders relegated. And that's that, Boys are playing for contracts, jobs, not just their jobs. Staff at Rugby Park. Everything. It's just got a domino, a snowball effect. Sorry, that if if the Commanders go down, there's just going to be a major restructuring. I, I wouldn't. i know not Commanders local to us, and and it's good for for uh, for us to have like, a local team like that in the. Uh, in the top flight in Scotland. I just worry if Commander could do if it if it's one of the ones like Bartit Thistle, and they would, they would I think they could really struggle to come back up. Mm. If, if Commander wouldn't do that's that's they're, the only thing I fear for Commander if if they go down they, they could really struggle to come back up. Because
3: Commander's got an aging squad. When you I, look at a lot yeah. of their players, a lot of their players are coming to the in the the nicest possible way, they're coming to the end of their careers. Yeah. And for there, so Going do into the championship, maybe think, oh, I'll go elsewhere for, or I'll just hang the bits up or whatever. I like think,
1: that, think that's been a kind of story of the season. Maybe
3: the the, the, the squad's aging. Do you think yes. that's maybe part to play on it. I... Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. Whilst the experience is good to get you through situations, but sometimes when you need a bit of fight and a bit, of, it's maybe not just there. Uh and you saw it when the young boy let the. The defender, the double-barreled Italian defender, let the boy yeah. inside. The next, Rossi, thing he, he, the next thing he uh the next thing he'd two experienced guys doing his throat, as have to say, what are you doing, what are you doing, and for there. So, so um, if, if Kilmarnock could do you could potentially be a, a, a red out. It is mental how Kilmarnock finished up
1: in Europe a couple of seasons ago, and now they're doing it. I'd-
2: you yeah, look at the players they've lost, but they've lost, they've lost a, lot, a lot of players. They've
1: lost their goals with Brophy, uh, Greg Taylor. I mean, they've lost a lot of players. Uh, Finley, I don't know. I don't know. Fiddley. I don't know. Fiddley. I don't know. Fiddley. I, don't know. I don't know. right they've back lost, as well. They've lost, they've lost, they lost a lot of, lot of players. The Brophy one, it's, it's not as if, I mean, Brophy, like, done really, obviously done well, but it's not as if he's went and earned himself moved to the championship inning or something like that. Like, he wasn't getting a game like, for That's a I don't get that. He was... He was one said. of the best players over the last couple of years and he wasn't in a game. I don't know if you're get that. It's
0: a strange one. Ross County, John Hughes said the football gods were shining down at Ross County, but it was two Ross County legends that got them, that kept them up. being Vigors and Michael Gardine. Shankers, do Ross County deserve to stay up?
1: You've got to say I because the league table never lies at the end of the season. Uh, they just I, I, I'm really pleased with John Hughes. I don't know him well, personally while well, I used to play him, but see his interviews and all that. He's he's one of the guys, you could just tell all the players would want to play for, for him the way he plays. He, he encourages him to play I he's, he's maybe a big, he was a big, hard, tough player, but he encourages his players to get the ball down and play fitter. And really well with this so I'm not surprised to see him get in. And then with Ross County, I, I, I did worry for Ross County when they lost Ross Stewart. Uh, mm. I think it was January. I thought he was probably probably the best player, and you got to lose your, your best players when you're at a team like Ross County who's who's going to be selling players on. But I did worry for them then. But, uh, he's done a, a great job to keep them up, and I think they want to go for strength to strength now because I think I'm not saying they're loaded, but
2: I think they've got a wee bit of cards to finish. If, ah, if really be so they
3: I, no. I, I I
2: think it's a wee bit. I think it's a, wee, a wee bit harsh yourself saying the football goes locked in them. They won three. They won their last three games. And they, and they, I mean, they won the last three games, uh, being behind in two of them. Get what I mean? So I think that's a wee bit harsh. I mean, they definitely deserve to stay up. You must have like a you must have like a good Yogi story. A bit of, no, 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 I think I told you the last time he got sent off against Livingston. He uh, <laughs> it sent off against Livingston. Uh, he obviously stormed after the partner come in, in after the game he's absolutely wrecked the home dressing room he's put a whole a whole lot of size aside the referee the referee's door um, and just disappear for six weeks. he's never seen him for six weeks <laughs> so, every morning he has to say do you like football and I said oh, I love it I hate it I hate it so he's about 14 and he's still playing for Fulham. So uh, honestly, <laughs> oh, God, hey. what a guy! Honestly, yes, he, to, he to get the, the boy Neil Scally here. Uh, 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 he has to move the treatment table out and everybody has to stand in uh, the dressing room, getting up on the on the benches, and they two just has to get stripped stripped to the, the waist and then just batter each and half for five minutes and then just, <laughs> then just game. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's nuts. Honestly. You couldn't they got away when
1: uh honestly I've yeah.
2: played a, I was playing a reserve game once and the angry was the manager at Falkirk or something, running down the line and he was the man was just standing watching just punch me in the back of the head? <laughs> 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 like, right, well, I'm like, I wonder, right,
1: just punch me in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Guess, see when you see his interviews and that you can is a character. That's I, I, mean. I would, you want people are. Uh, been involved in Scottish football but it's good to see he was out of a job for a wee while so it's good to see somebody take, take a, a punt on him again and obviously fought a bit well so good play definitely
0: Alan Campbell's obviously leaving Murrow at the end of the season Charlie do you see him potentially going and playing at a bigger club
3: yes um, I'm muddled with names here uh, who was the Mother who, who was the assistant Murrow coach um, Keith Lasley Keith Lasley Keith, Keith Lasley rated him better than the boy Turnbull and couldn't believe how he never got a move with regards to there so I see Alan Campbell going down probably down south and and kicks and, and really kicking on and really becoming a, a a big name player you know what I mean but as there's a, a living Letters in his name already, so I think he'll be he'll become a big name player. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Definitely, I think he's a great. I think he's a great player. I think he's gone and played really a really high level. So, Mirren now the United now. So, Mirren achieved the highest finish in thirty-two years. Curs, are you been impressed with Marin this season?
1: Well, two cup semi-finals and you say the highest highest league finish for how long? Did you say there? Thirty-two years. Thirty-two years. So you've got. I think for. It might be harsh and saying it but see for teams like St. Murden just avoiding Nog doing it. it for me it's a good season for teams like that ah, they can only try and try and stay in the league and, and try and challenge for trophies and they were obviously unlucky. they uh, hook up semi-finals that in uh, the highest league finish for 32 years Jim Goodman done a done a good job there and clubs were with we limited resources so to get to two national finals when a uh, like Rangers weren't even there. Get you know what I mean. We play Celtic Rangers Celtic aren't even there. So I you can't really i not really say much more than that. Uh well done to Jim Goodwin. Definitely. I think it's been a great season for St. Marin.
0: The United has been kinda of mixed bag, Wally. Obviously, they've got the they've got three really good goal scorers, but you it's it's been up and down this season, isn't it?
2: It has been, but to be honest, after the them, coming up coming up last year for the last time they have been quite happy to stay in the league I'm no. I mean uh, where did they finish seventh uh, I think about eighth eight. Eight. I mean look, obviously they've come up they've stayed up it's, it's it's goal achieved and then it's obviously build again for next season isn't it definitely as I say, they've got goals there in, in the likes of Shankman and that as well okay, I mean so I, th- I, think, I think they've done alright they've done fine uh, it's been a good, it's been a solid season.
0: Charlie, would you go along with that? Two, two good seasons for two, you know, teams who should be who
3: probably are overachieving this season. Aye, what you what you've got to watch as well is as, as a manager coming into a new team, you you don't want to go flying high because it push your pressure on for you for next season. <laughs> yeah, where do we go? What do we do next season? I think what will disappoint Jim Goodwin is the way that the Southampton played in the two national cup semi-finals i think oh, yeah. that would have really kind of been a wee bit of down in the dumps and then losing the top six and goal difference but yeah across the board everybody says what objective this season is to stay in the league and they've done it with regards to their mickey Miller's coming in he's, he's took up a new squad he's, he, he's also looking at the players as well can they uh, i want to work with him do i want to work with him Right, you're at the end. You're not quite cutting it. You need to move on, etc., etc. Um, and 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 where this is what I often wonder: where would you expect Dundee United to be? It's like Aberdeen fans. and that time, they were second, they were third. Where do you expect Aberdeen to be? Where do you expect Dundee United to be? Um, over a top six team, etc., etc that needs to get built up again and it needs to take time and the only way you'll do that is give your manager time and I think Jim Goodwin is one of the young up-and-coming managers in Scotland obviously are are wrong with Jack Ross and they too when we talk about Alan Campbell going on and doing something I think these two guys will go on and do something as well didn't they work out for for Jack obviously doing it Sunderland for mitigating circumstances but Mm -hmm. You will go with regards to there. And Dundee United again, uh, they, they, I think they'll fluctuate round about top six, bottom six, to get a steady, and then you might see them going up a wee bit further with regards to there. But you've got to think about uh, all we talk about budgets and stuff like that. Use guys okay, and you have played with beside players who are on thousands of pounds, but they're duds, and you know what I mean? You're like ah oh, Jesus, don't rate you. So it'll be getting the people he wants to get in and then build it run. and as long as you keep progressing 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 as a manager your job's effectively safe mm-hmm. yeah definitely
0: that was the results of the final weekend of the season we're going to move on to a couple of fan questions can you give predictions for the four playoff rounds obviously we're recording this after Dumbarton Barton have beat Edinburgh City 2-1 in the first leg of the, the League One playoff final so we'll go first of all with Kilmarnock Dundee who's going to Stay,
1: who's either going to stay in the Premiership or get promoted up to the Premiership for Shankers? Mm, it's a tough one as we said earlier on two, on the balance of things it's probably two evenly matched teams you now. Dundee United with a bit of momentum, Commander with a wee bit of slump, There's a lot of pressure on both teams Dundee's probably a team that should be playing in the top League in Scotland Come on of course, they're a team that should be playing the top league challenging with a top six, never mind in eleventh place. So it's a hard one, I think Coman oh will just have just have enough. We're talking about players aging in the squad, but I think this experience could, could tell in in these games, like it's a uh, Lafferty, Buck, our Dicker, Broadfoot at the back as well. So I think they've got a lot of experience in their team, that mixed mixed with young players. Uh, Young talent, so I think Kilmarnock will stay up over the piece over two games. If it was a one off game, might have been different, but I think over the two games, I think Kilmarnock will stay up.
0: I'm going to go for Kilmarnock. I think Kyle Lafferty will
2: have it, will save Kilmarnock's season and keep them in the league.
0: Wally, what are you thinking?
2: I totally agree mate. I think if Kyle Lafferty uh, single handedly kept them I think without Kyle Lafferty's goals, would have been doing. Yeah, Aye, um, definitely, I think I, I, as, as Shanker says, I think they've got enough experience. I, I understand that Dundee have good players, like Charlie Adams, Jason Cummins, etc. But I just think over the piece, over the two legs, Cummins will have enough about them. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big game for them. But as, as we said earlier on, it could have massive repercussions for the club if they dig it in. To be honest, but definitely. I, I think I think I think they've got enough experience and enough about them to, to, to stay in the league. Definitely.
3: Charlie, come on, Dundee. I was impressed the way Dundee blew Wraith away mm-hmm. in the it's first too, leg. Eh? They really blew them away. Okay. The mitigating circumstances and an offside decision. But regards to, to that setup. Kelly were last in the playoffs and they played Fulkart. Falkart finished fourth and had to play extra, extra games. And we saw that that Fall cup just ran out of legs in the last time, and Kelly got over. The second leg was really a kind a, of a one-team show from there. I've got uh, guys uh, at is a local team, and I, and I like going and watching Newsboys in the Junior Cup final doing it at Rugby Park, and you know, all that's carry on from there. I just think Dundee will sneak it. I think it'll be something like nothing each in the first leg and one nothing in the second leg. Whoever wins it will win it one nothing. Over the two legs, and I think Dundee, because we Ashcroft, he's going back to Coman where they let him go. No. he he he'll he'll rifle up uh, Lafferty. He will he'll rifle him up, and and we saw Lafferty last midweek. They're just getting a wee bit riled up, then and, and uh, thing they had to take him off before he gets sent off. I think it will be interesting runabout for there. And I just got a sneaky feeling. I've just got a sneaky feeling. that D by the the one 0 Aye, we'll move on to Morton versus Airdrie. Quickly,
0: Shankles, who we got? Uh Morton. Enough, enough quality. Aye, I agree. Morton, I think as well. Um, I think they're just they're just It,
2: I think, aye. Charlie,
3: I think probably Morton because of the way they'll be well organised. Gus gets his teams well organised with regards to there But Airdrie are a young, and I've got that boy who everybody's watching, and I can't even remember his name again. Thomas <laughs> Robert? Thomas Robert. Is that so? It, it, this is his time to shine with regards to to that setup. And uh, Airdrie went in a run that took them beating Cove Rangers. Um, for there, that would be a major scalp, so their confidences go up. With regards to there, I think Morton will just need just shade it with something like two one over the two legs.
0: I'm going Eldrie. I think Eldrie could be. I've been I thought Cove Rangers would go up, so I think the momentum's with them.
2: Scott, let's be honest. We beat Cove twice. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I know, I, I was talking to be youngie about that. Imagine <laughs> not coming in for a cup of tea, Youngy. Shocking. Shocking. Brilliant. Mean, I mean, obviously,
0: Dumbarton have just won 2 1 against Edinburgh City. We all expect Dumbarton to,
3: to stay up. Is that Dumbarton at home? Dumbarton were away. Away? From, yeah, I would expect them to win that then. And yeah, just I think so. and, and, and just, and these and guys are, are ken better than me about seeing games out. And managing games, and um, for that, don't sit back because you'll invite them on. But just go and play and see the game out, and um, for that, keep possession and and go and attack and and take it for there. So I think Dumbarton I'll see that game out. Yeah. Oh, so
1: so why is that
3: game? Is that is Dumbarton going going
1: soon, right?
2: Dumbarton league, are away. stay away? They yeah, they'll
3: stay in Dumbarton League Dumbarton
2: stay where they are. Right. 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 So it's Edinburgh City to go up into. it
3: uh, yes. Right. Aye, I think
2: Jim Duffy will keep the bottom up
0: I think it's a, a big result winning 2-1 away from home Wally Shank, is he going, going along with that?
1: Aye, Aye I would yeah. agree with
2: Especially
1: that Especially with winning night.
0: Kelty
2: versus Brecon. I think Kelty I think Kelty Honestly
1: I think Kelty will, will convincingly beat them I think he'll
2: blow blow them out of the bar, I think honestly I
1: really do and I, I, it's maybe no nice saying it because the team's getting relegated I don't know but I think People are wanting it to win as well, see, because what happened last year with the with the um, the playoffs and them,
2: unfortunately,
1: not getting allowed into the uh, not getting allowed in for the playoff game and breaking uh, breaking even this year breaking asking for the I think breaking put out a thing to yeah they no they, went the to see,
3: to yeah, they went to seek yeah they went to seek legal advice to try and get it stopped. So mm-hmm. yeah, Kiltie mean, so, was that forced it up in the dressing room.
1: That just shows you how much can are worrying about the their status and uh, the league football. That just shows you when they're seeking legal advice to, to try and get the stopped, They're I think no matter who won that game, Celtic or Broder, I think either team where I, where I went up, I just I just think they're too strong for... I think a lot of teams at all level are too strong for some of the teams in the, the bottom end of football. I honestly Breaking thought they're a bit of a run now. they won them three out of the last four games. I
0: they did end, they did end the season quite strong. Eh? but I think it was I think the damage I, was done really early, wasn't it? I think over the piece, over two games, I think Kelty are too too strong. For I them. think I, I honestly thought Keltie, whoever won the Kelty Broder game, would go up. And I actually thought yeah. Broder would.
1: I, I I was surprised at how much, how well Kelty did kind of took care of Broder. To be honest, I, 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 I thought Keltie would over the two games, but. I mean, you, I, I don't think it would be as as what it was. it would be some achievement as well for us. Obviously,
0: we've seen it with, with Cole, Wembro City have done it as well, but there's some achievement for, for Kelly to get up. Oh, it's a nice up It's a great
1: yeah. reset up
0: I think. Um, they,
2: they deserve to go up. But, um, well, obviously, they deserve to go up, but um, it's, a, it's a great reset set-up you know, and a nice big Astro throw. You know. nah,
0: it's going to be interesting. We'll, we'll touch on a couple of things before we, we finish up. Lewis Ferguson to the Rangers Shankers, do you think he would fit in if he was if Rangers were to, as
1: rumoured, go after him? I don't see where he plays for Rangers. I don't s obviously see where he plays because I've said a midfielder, but I just don't see him getting the minutes that somebody at his age should be playing. I just if say say for instance Rangers keep everybody that's playing in, in like, the middle of the no, I kinda see how everybody stays. But I, I hope I'm wrong, like, obviously, but I just I kinda see how stay off of course it's so hard to keep five, six centre midfielders happy. It seems as if gerard has go, got something that he is keeping them all happy and they all look happy when they're playing. I just I would think the like, some of maybe come out as an offer for Kamara Aribo or somebody. I just think the only thing that could sway them Champions League football are they going to get that elsewhere wherever they go? No, they, they maybe want to crack at at Europe in the Champions League again, and, and then maybe move on. Hopefully, but I just I don't see where Lewis Ferguson would play in the Rangers team, and I think for his career, I don't think it would be hard so hard to turn down a team like Rangers, but I just don't see him getting the minutes that he needs. It. At his age, you need to keep playing and playing and playing, especially to get better. I think he's more chance of i doing that maybe at the other side of the city than, than what he is at Raiders, see what well, well, I'm changing subject for you about here, but
0: see what you're saying there about kinda of midfielder all kinda of happy. Do you know did that not kinda of stick out to you and on Saturday, like how together the squad was? That every single one of them, even like the French players like Andy Firth was one like he was he was celebrating as if he played every minute every game. You know what I mean? Like it was like John it was Terry. That, uh, it was like that together. This one, it like it's that's been it's been missing for that Rangers team for
2: a few years. Would you agree with that? Aye, Aye. definitely, Aye, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think that's what with Gerald's ball. He's ball like eight togetherness on this and it's uh, his mentality again, like again. Uh, and um, but you've seen it all on Saturday. That Morelos, everybody thinks Morelos. He's like. Can do not doesn't no want to be there and he's getting his picture taken with Jimmy Bell and he's jumping champion over the manager all that you know that there is a right to get on this so. uh, and and that that's that's a big part of thing see if you got a, a squad that's together it's it's half the battle
1: definitely see to keep the Rangers me uh I've said lots about so, Rangers have got a massive massive squad see for uh, the manager to keep everyone of them on board happy and know that when he needs him at the time, they're going to do a job. I, yeah. That's a trait in itself, because you know what it's like. I, I know what it's like. See, see you're no in the team and you're no playing. It is tough to, to stay motivated and, and keep going every... Keep going and, and try to bide your time. to so see, like, so a I means having Ruth, Morelos, Kent, and Defoe, Wright, all the players up in the forward areas. There's only three two, three of them that are going to be playing. So it's easy to keep every one of them happy and take them, play them at the right time, give them the right amount of minutes. And everyone there's no in that team that looks as if by the way, I'm fed up here. No. Every single one of them looks happy and, and as if they want to be there. So that's a that's a trait in itself and that speaks
2: speaks volumes about the manager and the coaching stuff. I, I remember one of your old guests, Dick Campbell said, always says to me, see the eleven it's playing. You don't need to worry about them. It's the boys that's all yeah. playing. You need to you need to give them a, an arm in the shoulder. Yeah. reassure assure them to, okay? I mean, they're a big part of the club and all the rest of it. And he's right enough. I wasn't explaining. I They're happy. They're okay. They're playing. It's the rest. And I think Gerald's got that. Okay? I mean, he's got to the can okay, make them feel wanted. Make them kind okay, of a big part of it and all the rest of it. So
0: definitely, mm-hmm. Charlie. back to Lewis Ferguson. Do, do you think? Can I look? No obviously. Ready. No ready. No ready.
3: No ready. He, needs to, he needs to go and learn. He needs to go and develop. He, he, he come through at Hamilton, done well. There was talk about him moving then. He wasn't ready to go to Aberdeen and go and learn through McInnes and stuff like that for there. He's still a wee bit raw, dives into challenges, gets involved in things. And we saw Gerard manage Morelis with that. We're not, we can't have players getting sent off, etc., etc. So, who is it? Is it Watford that have put in a bid for him? Watford
0: have put in a bid, yeah, Aye. Talk
3: Go down there. Can... Go down there. Develop yourself. Come in. And then maybe in three, four years' time, you're ready. Maybe there's a move to, to Ibrox with regards to there. But you've also got Ryan Jack sitting in the sidelines as well, who will probably be the first name in the team sheet once he comes back and gets himself up and running. And then you start to build your team around about it. So, Lewis, good player but I don't think he's ready for that move yet. you probably turn around and say, well, moving to Watford, aye, but you've got to think of the, the, the pressure and the no. ball, and that's it for there. Yeah, I think... I that, can't I see that a how he player.
1: plays for Watford either, mate. Can, I've been in the championship, but the Premier League, it's a, it's, it has a massive step up. Mate.
3: Yeah, but you're talking about he's, he'll no get the minutes. Aye. So, so when he comes on and he'll, he'll, he'll do something, can he, he'll be all right with that. And if you're sitting with thirty grand in your pocket every week, I'll take that for a wee while while I'm learning my game. And then <laughs> two or three years back up the road and he'll get him will get a move. Because he's 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 his father and his uncle will be will be in. he will be saying, right, when's my boy? When's my nephew getting a move in? When's it happening, <laughs> boys? When's it happening? Because for that time I refereed I was doing it at Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock and Rangers and uh, we're tossing the coin. Barry Ferguson's the Rangers captain and Naismith, he comes up to him and says, when's my move to Rangers happening you? Come on. (laughs) And and you're like, what? He says, when's Yeah, I need to get out of here. Come on. When's it happening?
0: Brilliant. Big game on Saturday, the Scottish Cup final, Hibs versus St Johnson. St Johnson could be going for a historic double. Hibs could be going for the second Scottish Cup in seven years. Could be very, very interesting game. We are going to go through round round the team, what is your prediction
1: for the Scottish Cup final? Shankers. It's a tough one. I, th- I think on paper, Hibbs are a, a better team. Finished third, got to, it was, a, it was a semi-final with the other cup. Jack Ross finished uh, third with them after, probably earlier on the season, uh, no doing too, too great, but to finish third, Perhaps is probably a bit roughly what they, what they should be aiming for. I think uh, that's about the best they can get and maybe get the old Cup final. So if he finishes third and wins the Scottish Cup, then it's a right good season. On the flip side, if Callum Davison goes and finishes top six and, and gets uh, two, two of the national trophies, that's an unbelievable. And I'm going to come out and say, I think he would be very, very harshly done by, but no get manager of the year if, if he went and does the does Dublin finishes his top six. Of course, Rangers went and won the league in style, and, and Gerard, Gerard's already. I think he's already got uh, the manager of the year. He doesn't have the think, media manager of the year though. That will be revealed. The top <laughs> <day>. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think. Callum Davidson, if he wins two trophies and gets top six after being bought in the league at the start of the season, it would be very harshly done by you know, to get manager of the year. Yeah, definitely. I so who you're picking, Triangles? I think. I think. I <laughs> Sorry I forgot to say that I think have some much... win well, it Wally who have we got?
2: I I don't know I think it, it might go all the way I don't think there'll be much in the game at all I think it'll be stuffy I think St Johnston I do I think St Johnston I think they'll be well organised and I think they could maybe nick it 1 or 2 now. as Shanker says both both minds have done great especially Callum Davison for because at the start of the season they were rock bottom and they hardly picked up a point he he's got them in the top six two cup finals. Um I just think I just think I don't know they're, they're hard to beat Stuffy and I think they might just nick it. See which... I remember earlier on in the season
1: when it was Celtic played at St Johnson and it was nil nil St Johnson put the post to turn of the chances then Griffiths scored in the last minute and All the right. camera went to Carl Davidson and they just looked totally deflated. Like mm-hmm. everything was just a lot, but the weight of the world. He showed us all the league at that point. So for him to turn around and do what he's done this season, it would be remarkable for him. To him
2: go going when it's close to. Yeah, definitely. As says, as says, but. As if Jack Ross finishes, well, they'll finish third and then they win a trophy, that's a, that's a right successful season for Hibs. Aye, aye definitely. I,
1: aye. You can't really ask for much more. You're, so you're, the, not,
2: you're, not, you're not expected to split the whole firm and, and then if you win a trophy, then that that's a right successful season. You can't ask for any more as a Hibs fan. Aye, that, that's I, the I best.
1: Kind of... We both sets of teams, no matter what the outcome is, that's probably the kind of peak, the best that both yep. the clubs will, will get, to be honest. Yeah. So it's set up for a good one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, Charlie.
3: Who we got for the Scottish Cup final? Is St Johnston, COVID-free now. Yeah, I think seem to
0: be. Yeah. I don't. There's
3: no. There's any, There's no players that are are under the, the, the thing they with the ten days and stuff. Yeah, uh, they, they have
1: players missing. Ah, yeah, they had four, They had three.
2: players. I
1: oh geez, that would be very unlucky. I take that back. Uh-huh. I have will win. <laughs> 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 I think all, I, all reports
0: are I mean they missed obviously the weekend I think that's. I think that was probably a big reason there was I think there was only five players on their bench which was probably a reason because of that but
3: yeah, uh-huh. it seems
0: to be the, I think all reports are they're going to be back for Saturday
3: Back for free fair and fair there. yeah guys have summed it up 100% both teams are playing for the manager the manager had sticky starts they've come through they've got it they're into the showcase final the only thing that's going to but me, St Johnston, I've been there, seen it, and done it, and and sometimes, guys, and when you were there with we Talbot, you've been there, you've seen it, and done it. Okay, a couple of times you didn't, but sometimes been over the course. I think, and I'm going for St Johnston, and I th- I think it'll be a great N T N football, uh, and they'll probably win one nothing after extra time. <laughs> right in the last minute right
1: the, the goalie minute. the goalie again uh, the goalie,
3: the goalie. <laughs> for there. but no it's good the making's a spectacle the both the both play good football. they've both got fast counter-attacking players as well and and they've, and they've got players in there who are, are no fear to put a tackle in and we mentioned Gog earlier with regards to that and and the boy at centre half for St. Johnson Liam he's he, he's a, a regular fowler and then <laughs> for there so I look forward to
2: typical there for you referee, noticing
3: all that good right? <laughs> uh, players do your him talk to get
2: them booked talk
1: to the players be before you do before they come along late uh, my name is
3: already in the book I'm going to in the Monday send when they go there go <laughs> I
0: mean, I'm going for I'm going for abs. I think the front three of Nisbet, Doid and Boyle could be very difficult to stop. I know St. Johnson have been very, very tough to beat and unbelievable achievement to beat Rangers. Obviously, in the the quarterfinal, they're terrific that day. Obviously, Xander Clark, you spoke about scored the goal, which a great story for St. Johnson this season. But I just think that hibs sprints here are very, very hard to beat. And I think they're gonna prob- I think they're gonna win on Saturday. But it's gonna be a great game. I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be end-to-end, end. it's gonna be really enjoyable. That will do us for this week's show. I want to thank Shankers, Willie and Charlie for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. Thanks for coming on.
3: Cheers,
2: mate. Cheers.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. Pleasure
3: as always, Scott.
0: Thanks very much for watching, everyone. Please subscribe to SMMedia's YouTube channel and follow us on social media and we'll be back with another show in the next couple of weeks. Thanks very much, everyone. We'll see you soon. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Thanks.